This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Betting Weekly Game Bet Match on the Bet Rivers Network. A very good evening and welcome along to Tuesday's edition of Betting Weekly Game Bet Match, the tennis podcast brought to you in association with Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. I'm Nigel Seeley. And I'd like to say joining me somewhere in Morocco, um, bit of Delhi belly, bit of rain, mm. bit of bit, uh, not, not the best of tennis today, bit of rain in the air. Uh, somewhere in Morocco is uh, is our senior ATP tour handicapper, Mr. Sean Calvert. Sean how are you, my friend? How are you? you? Don't look too happy. You're right. I've had be- I've had better days. It started out all right, you know. A nice winner last night in Houston. Um, you know, coming here and you know, a couple of beers last night, a couple of Casablancas, and you know, bite to eat and everything else. And it's all gone a bit. It's all gone a bit wrong today. Unfortunately, the tennis, is, you know, for me, has gone badly. Uh, you know, it started raining. It was freezing there this afternoon, and now after, in the last hour or so, my. Uh, my stomach's giving me a little bit of grief, shall we say? Well, there's not much really much tennis action to talk about tomorrow. We've got some matches in Marrakesh where you are four matches, we've got three matches in Estoril. But let's talk about your trip mm. so far. I don't know. I don't must, know if I, must we? I don't know if you want to know this, but it's, <laughs> I'm actually wearing a t-shirt. It's the hottest day in England we've had this year. Topped up the tan today. Everyone's out in the garden. Are you sure about that? I'm sure about this. Everyone's out in the garden today. It was an absolutely beautiful day. I, have, I know you haven't probably rung home yet. And I, I have actually. That's why I'm questioning it because she said she said it was freezing. It's she said it was abs- minus one this morning. No, it's been a beautiful day. The sun has been shining in London town. Everyone's been out. The feel good factor around. Not one bit of rain. Um, we saw your Brilliant. adventures. Yeah, it's, it's been Brilliant. a lovely day. So you, you, it's, I, don't, I don't want to rub it in, mate. I don't want to rub it in. But it's, it's been a lovely day today. <laughs> So, so yeah, no, it's it's been it's been. I mean, that's not what I heard. I must admit, but um, obviously you're you're a little bit further away from where from where I live, so maybe the the, the weather conditions are a little bit different. But um, it's it's been it's been like a a dull kind of overcast, miserable British day here, to be honest. Right. Well, it, it's been like a Moroccan day here today, a Moroccan Moroccan summer yes. we've been having while you've been away. And hey, I've just had a lovely steak, lovely meal, so I, I, I have no problems with uh, my uh, my areas like that. But anyway, enough about that. And just just we're looking at the uh, we're looking at the videos that you posted today. If anyone wants to follow the videos, you can go to our Twitter page at Because We Win. Um, there's a common theme, Sean. Um, mm. l- l- when last time we when we was in Indian Wells, there was the one dollar bus. You know the one dollar mm-hmm. bus, and 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 now we've now we've found out that it's free to anybody to go into the, the arena. There's a common thing going on here, which is well, Sean Cowers, <laughs> he doesn't mix around with Drake and Fifty Cent in um, overpriced restaurants on Miami Beach. That's what oh, I see what you mean. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, obviously, I, I I didn't actually know um, that it was it was free to enter. I, I did get a bit of a a bit of a message that it was ticketless but i wasn't i wasn't entirely sure how accurate that was but uh, um 
yeah, it's free to enter. Um, you know, it's um, it's it's good. I mean, what what's not to like? I'm surprised it's not more. You know, it's it's free. It's it's top class tennis. There's some decent players here. Um, yeah, for me, it's you know, it's it's all good. Yeah, if you are going, make sure you take your umbrella. Make sure you take a, a, a sick bag and make sure you wrap up very warm because that's the conditions that... Now, joking aside, Sean, follow your, your tips there and uh, go through them. Not a great day today, but obviously some matches tomorrow we need to talk about. Uh, let's have a look at the matches in Marrakesh. Um, what do you, Before we do that, what do you make of the conditions? Is it what you expected? Is it going to be a bit slower, the weather conditions? Is it is it playing uh, to what you expected or any any changes to what we spoke about on Sunday? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's all weather dependent, isn't it? When, you, when you're playing on clay. I mean, I watched Cressy this morning. He was knocking down um, serves over 200k um, in the sunshine, and then later on, it was it was really difficult. I mean, you know, I expected Gasquet to, to win today against uh, against Muller, but the changing conditions really didn't favour favour Gasquet at all. It was it was cold. It was it was heavy. It was it was slow. It was damp. It was windy. It was wind was buffeting all over the place. It wasn't particularly ideal conditions for him and, and, and Muller was able to, to hit through him because you know Gasquet just couldn't he couldn't find a length at all his, his all his shots were dropping short in the wind um so very very it's a typical clay sort of tournament really you know, if, if the sun's shining it, it you know tends to play reasonably quick uh obviously there's, there's quite a bit of altitude well some altitude here um makes it a little bit quick as I say Cressy was banging down the serves um this morning um yeah rain the rain changes everything it's raining as I speak it's going to rain all night tonight Tomorrow, um, there's there's some rain in the forecast. It's uh, it looks oh, sort of okay in the morning, but cool again, like 12, 13, 14, 15 degrees, and then some more rain later. So you kind of have to bear that in mind. It's it just makes it heavier, makes it harder to sort of hit through uh, the clay. Um, you just have to have to bear it in mind. Yeah, we've got four matches we're going to talk about tomorrow in Marrakesh. The first one starts at 6.30 a.m. Eastern time. So a very, very early start. It's Andre Vavasori up against Munar. Uh, Vavasori is uh, the underdog here, plus 135. Munar is minus 167. The spread is two and a half. The totals are 22 and a half. Uh, Vavasori has been in quite decent form on clay, and he's obviously just come back through with a big win against Jarry today, a match that we played on the overs in the first set. Got the overs in the match, but didn't come on the overs on the first set. I've ever saw he's also come through two matches in qualifying as well. That might be a little bit of advantage for him um, at plus money. Uh, I know he's a lot different in the world rankings, but the Italian certainly knows how to play on clay, and he has the advantage of playing two extra games and a, and a big win. But there is that danger of uh, playing someone who's had a big win, like knocking out one of the favourites like Jerry, uh, Jerry in, the, in, the, in the next match. Yeah, sorry, but your video is going a bit sketchy. Man. I couldn't quite catch everything you said there, but um, yeah, Vavisori's won his, you know, seven of his last eight matches on clay, but he hasn't he hasn't really beaten much. Obviously, I watched him today against um, against Jerry, and Jerry was he was poor. I mean, I, I did expect um, Jerry to be a little bit um, a little bit rusty because he hasn't played for a little while. But uh, it it was it was a case of Jerry missing really, and it's going to be a very very different matchup against against Munar. You know, Munar just doesn't give you anything. Um, there's not much to go on in terms of Avasori's stats at main level. He hasn't, he's, he's not played that many. He's only played five main level matches on all surfaces in his career and lost three of them. So it's not, there's not much data to really look at, but you know, I'm just wondering what Vavasori can do to beat Munar really. If Munar's in one of his belligerent moods where he just doesn't miss, which he probably will be, um, I, I would expect Munar to sort of get it done ugly. Uh, that's, that's kind of my feeling about that one. 
Yeah, Moonrise, the favourite, minus 167. Head to the Bet Rivers website. If you're up nice and early, 6.30 a.m. and you fancy a bet on this match, there's 29 different bets available on the Bet Rivers website. And remember, you can have a bet and watch the game on the live stream. A little bit later on this morning, uh, tomorrow morning, Alex Popperin uh, plays Dan Evans in a quite an interesting match. It starts at 8.30 a.m. Eastern time. Popperin is minus 137. Dan Evans hasn't been in the greatest of form at plus 110. The spread here is one and a half. Start for the Brit. He's minus 115. And the total goal, uh, total goals, those with games are 22 and a half. They have met twice before, but in much faster conditions in the US Open and on grass in Queens Club. And Dan Evans has won them both. But on this occasion, Popperin is the favourite. Um... It's quite surprised. I know Dan Evans isn't in the greatest of form, but I'm quite surprised that Popperin is the favourite. Evans has lost his last six and does seem to be a little bit wayward. But um, Popperin's done nothing to me to suggest on clay that he should be a, a very heavy favourite against Dan Evans. I know he is in greatest form, but what's your thoughts on this match? Yeah, I think this is a, another tough one, really. I saw Dan Evans at some length today, as I said on the videos that I posted earlier. He was practising for a very long time with Lorenzo Missetti earlier on. And I, I spoke to somebody about about Dan, and um, you know, because he has had that that ankle issue uh, in his in his American swing that he played, wasn't able to really perform at his best. And you know, I was told that 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 was fine. It was just a case of him blocking out his ankle for a bit, and it, it just needed a little bit of rest and manipulation. I think everything's fine now in terms of fitness. I was told. Um, you know, the, on on the clay stats, if you look at the twelve month main level service points, one and return points, one of these two Evans has a very very slight advantage on ninety nine. Popper in on 98, two very mediocre sets of statistics there. Uh, I think I think it's this is just about the conditions as well. I think Evans, the way Evans plays, he's not he's not really suited, doesn't really have the power to sort of hit through sort of damp clay. I think Popperin probably has has the power, more power to do that. And obviously Popperin's had a match under his belt already. He played yesterday against one of the Moroccan players. Um, pretty straightforward win for him. He's played here as, as a junior a fair bit as well, Popperin. I certainly wouldn't back Popperin at that price. I'm, I'm slightly tempted with Evans on the basis that he does have a, a slightly better record on clay. He played well at Monte Carlo one year, Evans. Went, I think we went all the way to the semis, I think, one year at, at Monte Carlo on the clay. Definitely wouldn't back Popperin. If I was if I was forced to have a bet in this one, I'd probably take Evans, but I'm just worried about the, the, the dampness, the slowness. I'm not sure I'd be able to hit through the court. And two players that you really want to have a big question mark about them on their clay court ability. So it looks like a day tomorrow of no bets. That's, you know, we're just going to run through the card and give an assessment, but I don't think it's going to be an official, any official plays. Uh, the third match we're going to talk about is our pick for the tournament in Marrakesh. It's Talon Griekspor up against Elias Yima. Um, Griekspor, 2 0 lead in the head to heads one, once in on clay, but it was a very long time ago, six years ago. But Yima is coming on a, a 3 0 run in this tournament. He's won qualifying, uh, two matches in qualifying, and won the first round. Obviously, this is Griekspor's first match. But Griekspor is a heavy favourite, minus uh, 450. Uh, Yima is plus 333. Uh, the spread is four and a half, with uh, Yima the favourite, minus 141. And the totals are 21 and a half. This match starts at 9.50 a.m. Eastern time. And if you haven't got on our pick, Griekspor, to win the tournament, make sure you bet him before this match starts. Head to the Bet Rivers website for the updated odds overnight. Um, any danger for our men here? You wouldn't have thought so. Um, you know, Elias Seema's consistently underwhelming. He never really doesn't really inspire you, but you've, you've got to beat him. You know, he's, he's, he's a, he's a solid enough player. 
Uh, Griegspor, as you say, won both their previous meetings. He was actually underdog in both of those matches, Griegspor. But they were a long time ago, 2017 and 2019. Um, in terms of the service points, one return points, one totals at main level on clay, that all time. The Emers, again, kind of what you'd expect, 95.8. Not, not really good enough at this sort of level. Griegspor's not much better, 98.3. But he hasn't, he hasn't played that many matches on clay at main level. Most of his matches that he's played on clay in, in recent times, a bit at challenger level. And he's won pretty much all of them. Um, didn't see Griegspor today, actually, out on, out on the practice courts. Uh, must have missed him. But um, you would expect him to beat Elias, Elias Ema, really. Even even taking into account that Ema's had a, a few matches in qualifying, all of which were pretty pretty straightforward affairs against lower-ranked opposition. Yeah, Griegspor, a very heavy favourite, minus 450. And obviously, he's our pick this week in Marrakesh. The final match we're going to talk about is Roberto Cabillas Baena against uh, Kuzmanov. Uh, Baena is minus 275. The Spaniard is obviously much more uh, comfortable on the clay. Kuzmanov is plus 210. The spread is three and a half, minus 129 for the Spaniard. And the totals are minus 112 each way. Uh, at plus at 21 and a half, so you're over and under minus 112. Um, again, it looks quite a difficult one to call, but you, you don't, you don't, you've got to favor the Spaniard here, yeah. I mean, Kuzmanov doesn't really play much at main level at all, really. Um, you know, he's 30 now, 30 years of age, he's never been higher than number 158 in the world. His main level record is not, it's not easy to assess because he's outside of getting wild cards at his home tournament in Sofia. And a few matches in the ATP Cup, uh, United Cup sort of team events at the start of the year in Australia. He's, he's, he's barely played at main level. Um, doesn't normally get many chances at this sort of level, Kuzmanov. Difficult. I mean, he, he did beat Kalbaish Bay and it was a 3.7 chance um, back in 2017 at challenger level. I think that was in Lima. Again, very long time ago. Um, Kalbaish Bay, and I saw him today. Um, very, very happy. Uh, he was to be Cressy. I mean, tw- Cressy, 20 double faults today, which is how I expected him to play. You know, he's not going to want to, the, in the clay swing, Cressy's not going to want to, you know, rally with people, is he? He's just going to go for absolutely everything. And that's what he did again today. I mean, Kabaj Piano, he said after the match that he loves playing in Morocco. He won his first challenger here, won his first ATP tour match here as well. You would have thought he'd have slightly too much for Kuzmanov. I'm not. I'm not tempted into backing Kuzmanov, to be honest. No, we have uh, three matches uh, in Estoril. Those are the matches there in Marrakesh. Really, the, the four matches there, no real bets. They're the, if there was anything that you were leaning towards, Sean, probably Dan Evans at plus 110, or is there anything else you you would be slightly leaning I'm, towards? I'm leaning towards Evans just on the basis that he's got slightly better clay court stats, but I am I am worried about the slow conditions, definitely. Yeah, obviously, this isn't only the tennis. There's some action as well in, in uh, America, Houston, which you head to the Bet Rivers website. There's stuff throughout the night, so you can be able to check the in-running bets on that and catch some of the picks we still have uh, given on that tournament as well. So there's three men's tournament here. So the lines uh, are very slow coming out again on these tournaments after the big highs of the Indian Wells and Miami. Uh, the books are a bit slow coming out. With Bet Rivers are a little bit slow coming out. So we keep working with what we have here. And sometimes... There may not be a bet. It's not a bad thing. It just give you the stats and you make the opinion, but sometimes there may not be any value. Uh, there's three matches in Estoril, three selected matches we want to talk about. Another early start for you, 7 a.m. in the morning, Fabio Fognini 
a clay court specialist up against fellow countryman Marco Cecinato. Fabio Fanini is minus 167, two tour veterans. Uh, Cecinato is plus 135. The totals here are 22 and a half with under the favourite minus 132. And the spread is 22 and a half. Uh, these two are no strangers to each other. They have met five times before. Fognini leads 4-1 and uh, four of those previous meetings have been on clay. The last time they met was in 2022 in Belgrade. And after losing the first set, Fognini uh, recovered to win fairly comfortable, uh, comfortably. Uh, what do you think here? I mean, if you're looking at this match, it just looks to me like um, a real sort of torrid, grug, you know, rugged kind of clay court affair. And perhaps the totals, if anything, at 22 and a half may be a little bit valuable on the overs at plus money. I think it's just a, how much Fabio can be bothered, to be honest. To be brutally honest, I think that's what it's all about. You know, even he doesn't he doesn't kind of skirt the issue either. He said after after he beat Giannessi, he played great actually against Giannessi. And he said, on a good day, I can beat anybody. <laughs> Which is something that we've always known about Fabio. On a good day, he can. But what about what about the other days? Um, he says he feels less motivated now, 36 years of age. I'm pretty sure he'll be motivated next week at Monte Carlo. He always tends to go well there. Um I'm not sure he's he's that bothered, to be honest. Um, this is difficult because Cecchinato came into this tournament with, with very little form this season. And he beat Schwartzman, who, you know, as we've, we've said a few times on this show, he's, kind of, he's really kind of fading at the moment, isn't he, Schwartzman? Cecchinato mm -hmm. um, just, just about managed to get through that one. I just, again, it's not it's not bet-worthy. I mean, it could it could well be, like you say, it could be over two and a half sets, could be, could be the one here. But it just depends what side of the bed Fabio's got out on whether he fancies it, whether he's thinking just, you know, I think it depends on how his body's feeling as well. He might, he might, if his body's not feeling great, he might just think, uh, you know, I'm going to save myself a Monte Carlo. So I, I think that's, it's got no bet written all over it. That has, I don't think I could really touch that at all. No, another tricky match. Uh, I think the final two are very tricky as well. Um, Sebastian Bay, Bay is a big, uh, big contender this week in Estoril. Uh, he's minus 295, heavy favourite against Pedro Catching that game is eight twenty tomorrow morning Eastern time. Three and a half is the handicap. Twenty one and a half is the total games. Uh, if you look at the head to head, buyers has won two times the five seed here, but in both occasions they've gone the distance. Both on clay, both have gone the distance, and uh, Catching has had a, a good win uh, in his opening rounds and uh, quite comfortably, comfortably with six four six four in a tricky match. Uh, so the two Argentinians go head to head. Um, any chance for an upset here? Possible. Um, the reason I say it's possible is because I'm not sure Baez is fully fit. Um, you know, he struggled past Radu Albot in round one, had the trainer out twice to work on a, a thigh problem. He didn't look particularly fit in Miami either when he played Garen. He had the trainer out there as well. Uh, if you look at the the head-to-head, -head, uh, they've played a couple of times. And in terms of service points, one and return points, one in those two matches, Kashin, not a million miles away on 96.1 to to compared to Baez's 103.9. But I think the main stat to take out of that is that Kashin created more breakpoint chances, um, 0.65 per game against 0.47 per game that, uh, that Baez created. But he only took, Kashin only took 28% of those chances and Baez took 77% of his break chances. So, And that's obviously what swung it Baez's way. So... On the basis that I'm not entirely sure that Baez is fully fit and the fact that they've played two pretty tough matches and, and Kashin came out on the wrong side because he didn't take his opportunities. I think it's 
certainly a possibility for Kashin there. I wouldn't be surprised if he won it. You couldn't really bet him based on what he's done this season. He's been he's been pretty poor this season, Kashin. Pretty disappointing uh, after he kind of broke through a bit last season. If I was again, if I was having a bet here, I'd probably take a, a small chance on Kashin because I'm not sure base is fully fit. Yeah, the final match we're going to talk about is our pick uh, in the tournament: Alessandro Davidovich Fikina up against Luca Van Ash. Uh, I don't really much. To me, I'm, I'm fair to say I don't really know much about Luca Van Ash. Uh, minus two fifty uh, Davidovich Fikina, plus one ninety five Van Ash. The totals are three and a half, and the total games are twenty one and a half. Neither of these have ever played before. Uh, Davidovich Wikina is 24th in the world rankings, but Van Ash is 6-0 and on clay this year. Uh, he's come through first round of Estoril, and he's won a challenger event in San Remo. So he's got some good stats. He's from uh, France, and he's only 18 years of age. So he's definitely a player emerging. I don't really know much about him, so hopefully you can tell us a little bit more about Luca Van Ash. Yeah, I can't I can't hear what you... Yeah, sorry, the video's kind of, and the sound's kind of stopped a little bit there. But yeah, Luca Van Ash... Um... Playing brilliant at the minute, absolutely brilliant. This is a this is a a tough opening match for Davidovich Fikina, without a doubt. You know, he won the Power Challenger on indoor hard, uh, and as you said, he won the San Remo Challenger on clay just after that. So he's on a run of eleven straight wins at the minute. Luke Vanash. I've only seen him play a couple of times. I saw him play against Bonzi, um, Mar- I think it was in Marseille, uh, not so long ago. Very promising uh, talent. Uh, the, the French. Uh, tennis writers and, and journalists and, and sort of commentators have been talking about him for, for a little while now. Um, I think this is one where I think it's, I think Davidovich might struggle to sort of get this done. It, I think he'll win, but I think there's certainly a, a possibility that the way Van Ash is playing, that he could certainly test him. So if, you, if you're getting involved in this, I wouldn't be, you know, I'd, I'd be sort of looking towards back in Davidovich with Keenan, maybe to win it uh, two sets to one, around about 3.75 at Bet Rivers, I think, was the price that I saw. Yeah, Some interesting matches there. Unfortunately, no no official plays for any of the games today, matches tomorrow, Sean? No official plays, no. I, just, I think these are very, very tricky. Um, so just a few leans to sort of think about. I think you've got to be careful in the first week of the clay season. You know, there's been some peculiar results today, as there always is. I mean, it's, there's always, obviously, a a fair amount of underdog winners historically there has been Houston and um and Marrakesh in the past, not so much in Estoril, but a few peculiar ones around today. I just I just think it's just potentially just time to just just watch for a day or so and then you know go back in. I there's nothing that's actually jumping off the page and saying I should be back in this. No. And sometimes it's that's the best strategy, not have a bet. So don't worry too much. We've given plenty of bets on this podcast so if there's no bets uh something that might interest you there's enough markets on the bet rivers website i can say head over there's 28 different markets there's obviously a tournament going on in houston one of our picks is just about to start marcus giron up against emilio gomez uh, we've bet giron to win two sets to one to so have a look at that uh there's loads of different matches as well loads of different markets and uh the weather conditions are going to play havoc as well over the next couple of days um tomorrow i'll be joined by james blake here on the podcast uh, looking ahead to, to the weekend and obviously reflection of what's been a crazy couple of weeks for James personally in Miami. Uh, Sean will be joining us on Thursday, hopefully feeling a little bit better. Hopefully see some better tennis and hopefully uh, we cash some more tickets. Uh, Sean, um, take care, my friend. Look after yourself. Thank you. Uh, it's supposed to be sunny get... on Thursday, so I should be okay. Yep, yeah. Well, enjoy it. Enjoy the sun on Thursday. Uh, if you want to follow this podcast, there's three ways to follow us. The first way is to follow us on your preferred podcast provider. All you have to do is search for Betting Weekly Game Bet Match and download uh, our podcast. And every time 
one of them drops, you'll give him a notification and you'll be able to hear all the action from myself, Rory Girani, Sean and James Blake. Or you can also follow us on our YouTube channel, the Bet Rivers Network. Uh, subscribe to that channel and you also get a notification every time anything drops there. So many different great content from across the pond over here, as well as the American guys who are doing a brilliant job on the baseball season, which is just about to start. So lots of action there as well as the soccer. It's a big night at the Premier League tonight, and also the weekend has some European soccer. And finally, you can follow us on our Twitter channel, which we share with all the brilliant handicappers, which is at Because We Win. It's shared. You'll see the content from Sean. Sean might not just give you a bet here, but he might find some, pick some sort of information up courtside and uh, give you it on the, on the Twitter handle there. So make sure you give all three of those a follow, and uh I'll get, we'll make sure that you make some money. Sean, you get back to bed. You have a nice uh, early night. Be nice and refreshed for tomorrow. Take care. Uh, thanks very Thank much you. for listening. Thanks very much for watching. And uh, we'll speak to you again tomorrow. Thanks for listening to Betting Weekly Game Bet Match on the Bet Rivers Network.